Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to episode three of Two Cynics. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, I am Alvin. I'm here with my co-host, Matt. Matt, how are you today? I'm doing well. It's a wonderful Monday Monday night on the West Coast here in Los Angeles. Yeah. We're all to join uh, with the funniest man in the world. He's a comedy. He's a comedy lovable man. He's ginger. He's, he's beautiful. Jeremy Weinrich. Oh, yeah. Jeremy, is that how you pronounce your last name? Heinrich, yeah. I thought it was uh, Heinrich for the longest time. It could be. It could have been that. Back, Back in the old day. Yeah. What happened? Uh, World War Two. I guess. Is that is that really what happened? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Anyway, awesome. Well, so aside from Jeremy, we also have a number of other guests joining us today. Uh, we have our dear friend, Lewis, uh, a man with political ambitions. He's the only reason me and Matthew are friends. He's going to be joining us a little later. Um, he hasn't come on the, uh, the show yet. We're also going to be having my college roommate, Andre. Andre is the shit. Love the dude. One of the chillest people I have ever met. Uh, and he's going to be very engrossed in our different topics, I think, uh, especially our first one. I told him to hop on soon, so he should be joining us uh, relatively soon. I'll introduce him when he comes on. But until then, why don't we fill the space with some dead air, which is what we're going to talk about anyway. We as kids, or I guess we're adults now, but when we were kids, Pokemon was all the rage, right? I was playing it at lunchtime. I brought my Game Boy to after school. I beat uh, Lieutenant Surge, Brock, Misty, all the gang. And everybody has a favorite Pokemon. Us, usually it's in the top 150, maybe uh, silver and gold too. But uh, most people seem to dislike them after that. Personally, third generation is my favorite. Loved Ruby and Sapphire. What's, uh, what's your actual favorite Pokemon now? What's my favorite Pokemon? I actually want you to come back to me last on this. I wanted to find out your guys' first. All right. What's I'm your favorite Pokemon? Uh, probably Pikachu, you know? Pikachu's Classic. your favorite Pokemon? That's basic as shit, dude. Well, yo, do you ever play Pokemon Yellow, man? Like, Pokemon you, Yellow was great. It was the only one I had. Uh, I didn't have uh, red or blue. I had yellow. Yeah, and Pikachu follows you around. You can click on A on him. You see, like, these funny faces he makes at you. Sometimes he's angry. He's also a you. Yeah, he was in Smash Bros., you know? Well, he, he's uh, an icon. Uh, Andre's joining the call now. Uh, he's an icon, dude. Of course he's a big deal, but come on. You're going to be so basic. That's like saying, oh, my favorite car, favorite flavor of ice cream is chocolate. Like, yeah, chocolate's great. Everybody likes chocolate, but come yeah, on. Dude, okay, so listen. My all right, ice so I, I even prefer Raichu. I like Raichu over Pikachu, dude. Pikachu's uh, basic. Oh, Raichu's wow, the fat. evolution of the basic Pokemon. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I'm not saying Raichu's my favorite. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, Raichu is a better Pokemon than Pikachu. That's only one right there. Well, Pikachu always beats Raichu in the, the show. With a lightstone. And he beat him once. And that's Ash's Pikachu. He's the main character. He has plot armor. That's different. Yeah, so what? So what? He still wins. Pikachu's seriously wins. your favorite? Yeah. Come on, Pikachu. Mine's Charmander. Because we look, we look similar. Uh, Charmander? Yeah, just because we look so much alike, I feel like I can relate to him more. Yeah. It's just so people know, J Jeremy's ginger. So... Yeah. Actually, no. Jeremy looks exactly like Charmander. He's not even ginger. He literally just looks... He's, he's actually uh, 
one and a half foot fire gecko. We didn't want to tell anybody. We didn't want to embarrass him. But well, actually, after my bar mitzvah, I was given the option to turn into the next level of Charmander. I decided not to. You decided not to evolve. Why? Were they like, oh, hold out, hold out. You'll get flamethrower. You'll get flamethrower, and then you never learn flamethrower because you have to be like almost forty-seven. Charmander before. What'd you say? Who's the second level of Charmander? There's three levels. Second level. And then it's Charizard. Yeah, Charizard. Charizard is the shit. Dragon Boy. And then it's Charizard. Bond. Yeah. Oh damn. Feedback. Nah, feedback, man. Feedback. Um. But okay, so Andre actually just joined the call. Andre, you there? Yeah. What's up? Hey, bud. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. No problem. Awesome. Uh, we were just discussing our favorite Pokemon. Uh, so uh, Matt said, I don't know if you heard, Matt said Pikachu, and Jeremy said Charmander. What, what's your favorite Pokemon? Mine, uh, without a doubt, is Arcanine. Arcanine, that's a there's, sick Pokemon. There's no, none better. I have a competition. In Pokemon Go, I actually caught an Arcanine in my office. Yeah? Yeah. Like, I had to grind the shit to, out of those Growlifts. I got all of them in San Diego when I went down there, and I was able to evolve. It was cool. Oh, that's awesome. See, my issue was I never got any of the candy afterwards, so I couldn't level them up. But now oh, it's, yeah. like, different, isn't it? I heard it's different. You can, like, walk around with the Pokemon. Dude, I haven't played Pokemon Go since, like, the first month after it came out. So yeah, I haven't so. played since the summer. Pokemon yeah. Go, though. I was watching online today. Uh, they, they released a trailer for Harry Potter Go. I'm not even joking. Really? That's dumb. Yeah. You uh, walk around, you, you pick a house, like, you know, Gryffindor, Slytherin, whatever. Awesome. And then uh, you, you go and you fight, uh, like, magical creatures. Also, yeah. Also, speaking of Pokemon Go, uh, when it was really popular, people would chase me around. <laughs> right, because you I'm look like, exactly like Charmander. Right. We almost forgot. <laughs> I, yeah, that's how much I look like Charmander. Yeah, literally. No, we're we're not even kidding. Like Jeremy Weinrich, Weinrich isn't like even a, a or Weinrich. I'm sorry, it's not even like a human name. It's a Charmander name specifically. And there was one point where my grandma got Pokemon Go, and I was like, "Grandma, it's me. Stop trying to chase me around. You're not gonna get points." I don't think that was. And, uh, I don't think that was Pokemon Go, Jeremy. I think your grandma's just slipping. I'm sorry to tell you. <laughs> Makes that joke a lot too. Oh, yeah. All old people like to pretend they're forgetful as shit just because they don't want to do anything. Yeah. It's yeah. It's fair. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, my favorite Pokemon, personally, uh, and I hope Dom is listening to this podcast, but it used to be Typhlosion. My favorite Pokemon used to be Typhlosion. Uh, and I taught it all fire moves. But I've recently grown a very strong respect for the Pokemon Muck, uh, the, the, just the poison blob. Uh, I think Muck is pretty interesting. He uh, has a pretty good move set. Uh, he's a pretty strong Pokemon. You can give him good EVs, and uh, he seems chill. I would hang out with Muck. Wouldn't you want to hang out with Muck? No. Nah. No. Really? You wouldn't just like want to chill there, like, and melt into the floor with Muck. Muck spelled backwards is come. Sure. That's probably the shiny version. The shiny version comes in white. Probably, as long as you stay away from the shiny version. Yeah, uh, Muck knows smog, you know? Just puffs out smoke all day. 
Yeah. Muck's a chill Pokemon. You don't like Muck? Muck could beat Pikachu. Muck knows uh, Earthquake. Yeah, wait, yeah. Jeremy said uh, Smug Backwards is gums. That's true. Smug Backwards is gum. <laughs> uh, what? Donald Trump. What? Oh, smooth transition. What about Donald Trump? Yo, fun fact, Andre, can I tell them? Sure. Uh, Andre voted for Donald Trump. Yes, I did. Andre's a sane person, though. I have another friend, Kyle, who also voted for Donald Trump, who's uh, a chill dude. But Andre, why don't you tell us a little bit? Why did you vote for Donald Trump? Uh, well, one, I thought it'd be really interesting and uh, funny to see what would happen to the U.S. under him. I mean, I don't think he's going to do a terrible job, as everyone says. But uh, mostly I just didn't like Hillary. And the other options were kind of like, you know, what's the point? So, yeah, uh, right for, yeah. Right pretty much, pretty much why. So, I mean, Andre, I had no problem with you voting for Donald Trump because you live in Washington, right. so it didn't Jeremy really matter. Yeah. What were you going to uh, say, Jeremy? I, I was just going to say right before the election, I was thinking, like, what, what, because I didn't think he was going to win. Like, what would it be like? And, and that question was answered. On Wednesday, I was like, oh, fuck. I mean, not Wednesday, like Tuesday, the day of. I'm like, fuck, he's totally going to win. It was so cloudy. Like what is what is the what is like La La Land's uh, like what is their acceptance speech gonna be like? We never have to wonder now what it's gonna be like because we got to hear it. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? We never know it's yeah. gonna be like the reverse. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but like, I I think it's crazy. Like people are just kind of over it. I think people got like fatigued, and it's like. You know, I was resisting Donald Trump pretty hard at first, but now I'm just like, you know what? He's fucking president. Although every time I see something from the White House, I'm like, Barack Obama would never say that. And I'm like, oh, right, shit. Barack Obama's not president. You mean like how, how Obama wiretapped him? Oh, you mean quote unquote wiretapped him? Yeah, what? That's the thing. Wiretapped him without evidence, right? Yeah. The thing is, people will say, like, uh, like the press will come out with something shocking about Donald Trump. Like, Four-fifths of his cabinet uh, has a bank account and house in Russia, apparently. Uh, but, you know, all he has to do is say something crazy as shit, and they detract from it. And he's like, look, the press is blowing it out of proportion. He, and then he makes them look crazy. And it's like they keep falling for it, dude. I think the press are being played by Donald Trump. And I don't, th- I don't think Donald Trump is in it to be, like, genocidal or crazy. You know what I mean? I think he's, like, I think he's an old white dude, obviously. Uh, but I, uh, I think he's. You think he's a white? <laughs> no, I, yeah. I mean, I think I think he is, unless yeah. alternative facts. I mean, alternative facts. Wrong. Donald Trump is actually Miss Universe. He's 27 <laughs> years old. He's gorgeous. He has legs that run forever, and he answered the question and talent choices perfectly. <laughs> That's uh, what's it called? Donald Trump is a uh, trans Miss Universe. Uh, Does that mean Steve Harvey was uh, judging the elections? Is that why he's president now? Uh, Probably. No, Steve Harvey uh, was in charge of the Oscars this year, apparently. Steve Harvey? Yeah, when he switched up the names. Oh, man, I I like La La Land. I just thought that should have won. That's one thing I don't get about the Oscars. It's like La La Land won how many, like, 
a lot of Oscars in every category and then they don't win Best Picture. Like, that just doesn't make sense to me. I didn't watch either movie. Uh, I heard Moonlight was really good. It was. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Of course you want Lala Lala to win because he voted for Trump. Just kidding. Sorry, we never ran. <laughs> no. Hey, Lala, how, how can you say no to Emma Stone? Like, come on. I wanted Lala Land too. I love that movie. Yeah, that, that was uh that was Jeremy's favorite movie of all yeah. time. Now it's table nineteen. Movie's yeah. so good. What's table nineteen? Table nineteen, it's like a bunch of people get put at the losers table at a wedding and they bond to become friends forever. That sounds interesting. Do they hug each other? Do they have sexual they, intercourse with each other? I think some some of them have sexual intercourse. But not all of them. Not all of them, but I think eventually they all will. And uh, it got an 18% on Rotten Tomatoes. Exciting. That, that doesn't matter. Because they got they got it wrong this time. This sound, they always get it wrong, Rotten Tomatoes. What do they know? You know, it was a, a half-decent movie that I thought was going to suck. I try to avoid Kevin Hart. But uh, I watched like 10 minutes of that Central Intelligence movie with him and The Rock. I was laughing. That's a funny movie. <laughs> Yo, but that got an eighty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So. Oh, did it? Yo, I, I love it. You know why? Because I love the other guys. I love movies like that. Yeah, but so that's accurate though. Yeah. It was so funny when Dwayne The Rock was like telling him what they're gonna do. No, no, I love it. No, what? Uh, What's up? I invited um, Lewis. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, Lewis, if you can hear us, I sent you an email and I sent you a text message. Hop into Google Hangouts. I know you use your shitty Android phone. I know that got sent there. I'll send it to you via Google Hangouts, too. Being aggressive to Lewis. Excited for him to hop on. Uh, but, yeah, man, I don't know about Donald Trump. Um, I think he's in it to enrich himself. I don't think what he's doing is okay, and I don't think it's excusable. I don't think he's going to be the end of the world. Uh, I think he's going to cost us a lot of money and do some bad shit, but I think, like, We'll get over it. I'm just more worried for the United States as a whole, right? As a country. Like, I hope we don't become too militant, too closed off. I hope we, uh, you know, still have high amounts yeah. of immigration here. Yo, and it looks like Lewis is joining the call. Lewis, what's up, brother? Oh, shit, this video? All right, how do yeah. I do this? Lewis, where nah, you at, nah, bro? Nah, I can see you, dude. No, where do you me. live right now? You live in New York. <laughs> you live in New York? What are you Everything's doing closed. Everything's closed in New York? I thought I never slept there. Yeah, well, apparently de Blasio's is a pussy. Oh, yeah. Well, we have a soda tax now, so. <laughs> Liberal safe haven tax the poor to make them pay for schools. Soon to make them pay for charter schools. Oh, oh God bless Betsy DeVos. Yeah, she's crazy. Lewis. Are you a proponent of charter school? Are you a proponent of school choice, Lewis? What's your opinion on school choice? You know, I'm not actually opposed to school choice. Okay. All right. Well, school choice. No one wants to hear about that. Uh, uh, what do they want to hear about? Come on. What do they want to hear about? Most people don't know what school choice is. We really uh, didn't prepare. We really didn't prepare for this episode. Uh, what is your like, target audience? Yo, yo, yo. Everybody. Everybody's our target audience. We're going to make a podcast network, Lewis. Yo, uh, listen. So this is my question to everybody. Uh, that I noticed. Lewis, I want to. I want to ask Lewis a question. Okay, go. Ask. Where, where, where do you think the world's gonna be in ten years, Lewis? Where I think the world's gonna be in ten years? Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you pollute it enough, it's gonna be beautiful and warm all the time. 
<laughs> yes, <I think> <laughs> that's a solid point. Huh. Yo, but no, this winter, this winter is going to kick our ass, though. It's going to come back. I mean, we're getting this winter storm. Is that hitting New York? Are you getting hit with that storm? Okay, so honestly, like, we went, we, went went to Penn State, LA. Right? we went to Penn State, right? Yeah. So essentially, you know how you used to, like, we were permitted to walk uh, in the cold and, like, in the blizzard for 8 a.m. classes. Remember that? Yeah, but we didn't all that. Our friend here we went to Ohio. We probably stayed home. We probably stayed home, but we were allowed to do that. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what yeah. you're saying. But they canceled some classes. We literally had forgot one to ice the snow and they're shutting down everything. Well, when they forgot to ice the streets, they canceled it. Yeah, exactly. So we I literally, remember. I cannot go to work tomorrow. I physically cannot go to work tomorrow. Well, I'm sure you could. They canceled work. No, they canceled all the buses and all the subways. It's fine. Well, in Philly, they're planning on running them, so we'll see how that works out. Andre, you getting hit with any snow, dude? You're on the West Coast. We've seen rain for probably like four months straight now. So Jesus Christ. A little snow here and there, but I haven't seen the sun in a long time. It kind of sucks. Wow, yeah. And that does suck. Like, wow. You're in California. California. Um, yeah. 75-degree day out today. Uh, no overcast. Sunny sky. Yeah. It reminds me of how Miami and Florida was. I missed that weather. Yeah. I'm going to Hawaii June 1st, so I'm ready for that. That's sweet. That's sick. I think I'm going down to D.C. this weekend. Yeah, I was thinking about going down to D.C. this weekend, but I got to get uh, my car inspected. Are you going to Borgor? Is it this weekend? It's this weekend in D.C. I had no idea. Well, there you go. Hey, there's something for you to do. Hey, you want to come down and fuck your car inspection? No, because I'm going to get uh, ticketed. And I already said, told my mom I'd hang out with her. Oh. Uh, yeah. It's adorable. Yeah, I know. Um, what are we talking about, though? Uh, I've got the weather. Andre, yo, uh, why don't you talk about music? Are you listening to anything cool right now? Are you still in love with Taylor Swift? I mean, I'll never fall out of love with Taylor Swift. That's impossible. But, dude, I mean, like. Yeah, I hear you. What do you want? What's up? What do you want, Matt? Interesting conspiracy theory. Um, Yo, what about uh, Pizzagate? Yo, crazy. Wow, what about Patton Oswalt? What about Patton Oswalt? No, 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 I don't want to tell anybody this. I don't want to tell anybody this. I, I thought you said you were cool with talking about it on the I show. know I said I was cool with talking about it, but now I feel bad. I gained some compassion for it. Look, I definitely don't think this happened. I just want, let it out there. I just want to state for the record, I don't think this happened, okay? I really want to stress that. Right, so let's see what you don't think happened. But, Here's like a conspiracy theory that I believe could exist, and I don't. I don't think it should. But this is this is a conspiracy theory that I believe I can exist. So Patton Oswalt's wife uh, took their kid to school, right? Came home, took some sleeping pills, and then died. First off, who is this? Do you know Patton Oswalt? He's a comedian. No He's Google a comedian. Him. He was in King of Queens. Do you watch TV, Lewis? Or do you just go? It wasn't funny. It wasn't funny, but he was on it. 
He's he's been in a lot of films recently. He's like this short good. guy. He does voices in BoJack Horseman. Um, I'm sure I'm sure he plays a very good. Um, he plays a very good extra. He plays uh, no, no, no. He's like a main guy now. Like Penguin people know who he is. Horseman. He's a very important Penguin. BoJack too. Horseman. He plays uh, Neil McBeal, the Navy SEAL. That's good. I mean, I just googled him and judging from his picture, I can see why he does voices. Okay. No, no, no. He does a lot of stand-up. He's, shut up, Lewis. Stop judging the guy. But anyway, this is what... Uh, this, is, this is my conspiracy theory about... I'm just trying to be about, Okay. Uh, this is my conspiracy theory about Patton Oswalt's uh, dead wife. So, I think personally, uh, death by overdose of sleeping pills, that's a pretty easy thing, you know, to fake... Personally, I'm just saying it is an easy thing to fake. You could kill somebody and make it look like they OD'd on sleeping pills, right? Like you give them the wrong dosage, you could slip them some shit. Maybe they wake up and they're confused. There's a way to do it, right? Um, and I'm not, I'm not saying Patton Oswalt did that, you know, for any reason. But I'm saying there's a possibility and a chance that he could have. And it's also a coincidence, and he de he definitely didn't do it. I don't think he did it at all. I swear to God, I do not think Pat Oswalt did this. But you know, also, also his wife is was a crime novelist. She wrote crime novels, and she was on the tail of uh, a serial rapist from San Francisco. So I'm not trying to imply that Pat Oswalt may have murdered his wife because he was a San Francisco serial rapist. Because that's there's no way in hell that that could have possibly happened. But I'm saying that could be a crazy conspiracy theory. Jeremy, what do you think about the theory here? Yeah, the, uh, the crime novels, I think, is a, is a good point. <laughs> See? It's a good point. You can run with it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I think if she didn't write crime novels, there, there, there's no way this would be. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. But like that little tidbit, I was like, hmm, you know, these are all. And, but that's definitely not what happened. Oh, hey, and Yusuf Saba. Wait, and Saba. Okay, so our new friend here has uh, joined the, the podcast, Yusuf Saba. He's a journalist from uh, living in. Washington DC. Wait, can you in DC? Oh shit! I'm going to DC this weekend. Sorry, Yo, turn, off your, uh, turn off your. Turn off. Catch up. Al, can you just catch Sab up on on the conspiracy theory here? The God, like, oh, God the, the thing that you do not believe in, but what were you think? What were you watching? What were you were you watching any of this before you hopped on the call? No, of course you weren't. Um, so. My conspiracy theory <laughs> that definitely isn't real and should never be repeated or believed is that uh, Patton Oswalt faked his wife's death by killing her using sleeping pills because she was a crime novelist writing about uh, a serial rapist in San Francisco or somewhere. And I'm implying that that serial rapist was Patton Oswalt. And that's definitely not the truth. That is not, and it's not even funny, but I'm saying it could be a conspiracy theory. <laughs> What do you think? Uh, I have no idea, honestly. <laughs> I, exactly. It's definitely not true. It's Saba. Yo. Yo. So you're in DC now. Yeah, I'm in DC <laughs> right now. Okay. So here's how you're going to investigate the death. You're going to ask Ty Cruz if he did it. Right. right. Yeah, I'll just go hit him up right now. Yo, wait. 
Sabi, do you have any conspiracy theories? Our whole thing right now is conspiracy theories. Um, not really. Was I <laughs> an inside job? Oh, yeah, totally. Yo, one conspiracy theory I totally believe, uh, the CIA killed JFK. I, I believe that. Actually. I believe that, yeah. yeah. Well, Solomon, that Ted Cruz's dad totally killed JFK. Probably Donald Trump, the CIA. Was true. Donald Trump Donald said Trump, it. Donald true. Trump should release the papers, prove it once and for all. Andre, do you have any uh, conspiracy theories? Man, I that's too much thinking for me. I mean, sure, I'd like to believe him because that makes it more interesting. But <laughs> what do you <laughs> think? Uh, Donald Trump pissed off the Do you think that's real? About the what? The Donald Trump piss dossier. Have you heard about that? That Donald I, Trump has alleged ties to Russia and that he paid some Russian prostitutes to pee on uh, Obama's bed or some shit. I don't know. Like they don't change the sheets. <laughs> Man, I don't see a problem with that. I mean, who wait, cares? Wait, you don't see a problem with piss on sheets? What? I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. If he did as, that, as Al said, they, they probably got good cleaning service in the white house so it's no, no no it's not the white house it's uh in russia and russia has a tape of it that's what this dossier said oh have you heard about this jeremy yeah it's uh there's like this report came out and apparently like go to russian prostitutes they pee on him yeah not on him not on him on the obama's bed but i definitely don't think that's true i hope that's true you said you hope it's true it'd be funny i mean <laughs> Consistency, I, I love think it. that uh, the okay, person yeah. who my ninety nine cent store uh, every day is actually Johnny Depp for a role. She looks exactly <laughs> like what he would dress up as. Like the next uh, oh, that's your conspiracy theory. Yeah, it's Johnny Depp undercover. Johnny what if it's Tommy was from the room? That's possible too. Have what you guys watched uh, the room? No. The room allegedly, perhaps, uh, uh, one of the worst movies of the last century. So people say that's the one uh, where there's like six sex scenes that are all the same, right? Uh, yeah, well, and the guy's just like an awful actor, like, he, he has this very memorable line from it. It's like, Lisa. You're tearing me apart, Lisa. And like, it's just very poor dramatic acting. It's so poor dramatic acting that people go to watch it, like cultish people, as a, it, as a comedy. But the movie was intended to be a drama. But it's just so bad, it's comedic. Oh, hi, Danny. Oh, hi, Danny. <laughs> no, catch the ball. Catch the ball, Danny. I had to yeah, be very drunk to watch that movie, but yeah, it, uh, but I was reading about how it just premiered at SXSW. Not it premiered. James Franco is making a movie about the making of that movie and how weird Tommy Wiseau is as a person. Um, yeah, is it like a mockumentary? It was very good. Apparently, it was very good. Nice. I love James Franco. Yeah, I watched uh, Sausage Party. Oh, no. I didn't think it was that funny. Eh, it was all right. You know what was great? Zootopia. Zootopia was my shit. I haven't seen that. It's great. Yo, I really want to see Logan. I heard oh, Logan was so good. good. 
Yeah, you watched it, right, Andre? Oh, yeah, it was like not only the best actor. You are tearing me apart, Lisa. <laughs> oh, was someone playing Tommy Wiseau? <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, that, that um, was from the room. Yeah, Andre, tell us it's about Logan. Lisa. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was really good. Like best X Men movie for sure, and probably one of the best movies I've ever seen. Uh, it's just nice. Great. I've heard great things. It's cool that uh, Hugh Jackman has more or less played Wolverine for twenty years now. Yeah, like that. That's one of the things that made the movie so great. It's like seeing him in his last role as Wolverine, and that it was rated R, so you get to actually see Wolverine like as true Wolverine, not just watered down shit. It was, yeah. it was great. What's it called? NX23 is in the movie. Yeah, well, yeah, it was a fantastic movie, but yeah. uh, really can't talk about it because I'm sure a bunch of people haven't seen it. And uh, yeah, I yeah. Have to see it. I don't have to watch it. Spoil anything. But yeah. Yo, I'm going to watch it with Matt Chung. Nice. Really? Um, uh, so. I don't know what what is that background noise, noise? Yeah, Saba, what are you doing? I um, hear like I'm making food. Yeah, so that's probably the microwave that you're talking about. I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, it sounds like someone's yeah. watching Kardashian. Yeah, that food looks delicious. <laughs> oh, it, it will be. I'm eating too, Saba. Right, right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually making food, though. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, so am I, dude. Right, right. Um. So wait, is Borger actually in DC next week? Yeah, dude. I'll send you the invite. <laughs> Not like you're gonna be there. Um, Lewis, you always have political commentary. Wait, wait, wait! Did you see Steve King's tweet yesterday? Yeah, 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 we need uh, to make a white America. Steve King, wait, crazy motherfucker. Tell us about it. I, I haven't heard about this yet, Saba. So this congressman, Steve King, tweeted, um, we can't rebuild our civilization with other people's baby. That's crazy. Other people's what? <laughs> he with said we can't build with other people's baby. Mm -hmm. Basically, well, he like said immigrants, not like foreigners, yeah. Yeah, and then this morning he like doubled down on it and said some other fucked up shit, but I can't remember what it was now. Yeah. But yeah. So is Steve King Republican or? Yeah, he's Republican. Oh shit! What did you think, bro? I don't know. I thought he was a Democrat for a second. That's true. Party of slavery. Louis, I'm disappointed. I was hoping that you'd come on here and give some like great, great cynical. Conspiracy theories. All right. The Snap IPO was only created to make the CEO rich. Yeah, probably. They don't even have a product. Probably. That's not really a conspiracy theory. <laughs> that's just, that's just the truth. It's all likely to be true. Yeah. Um, it's like water is wet. Yeah. <laughs> Wine gets you. Yeah. You know that understands that culture and demographics are... My bad. Yeah, it is. that that's Saba. Yeah, what are you watching? Pay attention, Saba. I I was watching the fucking thing about Steve King. Uh, so like, yo, not.
Saba? I meant exactly what I said. Wow, you totally cut out there, though. Yeah, you completely cut out there. That's, so that was extremely not impactful at all. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. So not, not only did he that shit yesterday, but he went on CNN this morning and said, I meant exactly what I said. And then he He's, just, like, repeated it and then, like, said even worse shit. Yo, I got to give the guy balls for doubling down. That's, he's like the Bill Maher of the right. Yeah, but he's like a congressman, so it's not really the same. He's not a clown. No point, it's no different. Point, no point. You know what I mean? Like, I like Bill Maher, but I don't want Bill Maher in government. I don't think he's very level-headed. I don't think My favorite congressman to date, he's no longer a congressman, is Alan Grayson, and he was the best damn congressman ever. Oh, uh, from Florida, right? President guy, yeah. Uh, what glasses? Republican? Grayson? Yeah. No, no, no. He was the one who like uh, he gave the whole entire speech. He got in so much hot shit. First off, he called his opponent a member of the Taliban because he compared um his anti-abortion religious philosophies to the Taliban as well. Uh, he lost that election, but then he won later on. He called like some random woman a K Street whore because she was a lobbyist. Uh, oh. And then he was the one who was made famous by getting on the floor of the Congress and saying the Republicans' health care plan is don't get sick. And if you do get sick, die quickly. Which, honestly, he wasn't wrong about that. That is a GOP health care plan. So that's why he was my favorite congressman. He was the person that the Democrats needed. He was the Bernie bro before Bernie bros. He was the one who got everyone riled up and all the young people riled up and all the base riled up about being anti-establishment and about participating in politics, even though he had some very, very um, inflammable rhetoric. He was always just on top of it. He got shit done. He was great. Um, was he from your then, district? Mm, district right below it. Florida? Yeah. Florida man. Florida man is uh, rude in public forum. No. <laughs> Gets reelected. <laughs> Here's a here's a good question. Can can your microwave turn into a camera and spy on you? Only in the way. What she's talking about is like IoT microwaves. I know what she's talking about. She's your talking about how IoT uh, microwaves are like talking about microwaves. That's, I, that's she I misphrased it because she's an idiot, and I guarantee you Donald Trump doesn't have an Internet of Things microwave. Well, Kellyanne Conway's not an idiot. She somehow won an election, uh, but uh, uh, Kellyanne Conway, who's you know Trump's senior advisor, she went on CNN the other day and was saying, you know, that people can be spying on you through your TVs, through your phones. You know, you got your microwaves turned into cameras. You know, they they're spying on you. What? Your Whoa! I thought. Yeah, I thought Donald Trump could see cameras everywhere, right? That's what he said when he went to Russia. <laughs> oh, he said they, they, they were hiding. They just cameras everywhere. Yeah, but let's let let let's let's think about this for a second. How cool would it be if you could have a microwave that turns into a camera? Mm -hmm. That sounds useless. Well, you would only use that for like Instagram posts, like <laughs> take a picture of your food, food. post it to Instagram. Yeah. And what she's saying is you can get like a heat wave. Like using like microwave. No, what she's saying uh, is some microwaves connect to the internet and you can steal the Wi-Fi uh, code. No, that's that's not it. That's what she meant to say, but she doesn't uh, understand what she's talking about. Yeah. It, um, I mean, also, did you guys watch a? 
the the cold open for uh, SNL over the weekend on Saturday. Yeah, wasn't that funny? What was it? What? It was great. And it was not that funny. I mean, he was, he's great. Alec Baldwin's a great Trump when he's actually like quoting Trump. All right, because but you can't... Funny. I mean, it was like the you know it was supposed to be Independence Day and like you know, an Independence Day, like what uh, the, the president gives this really inspiring like speech. Everyone has to come together, and then meanwhile, if, like Donald Trump was in that position, be like just arguing over you know who won the election. You know, I mean. <laughs> It's very plausible. Would you suggest otherwise, Lewis? Are you saying about the aliens attacking us or Trump being the president during oh. that time? Oh. <laughs> Dennis or Lewis. Um, Lewis, how do you feel about the Trump resistance? Do you think it's dying down? I feel like it's dying down. I mean, he hasn't done anything outrageously stupid. He did the Muslim ban. Yeah, and there was a Trump resistance. He hasn't done anything like since... Like as bad since he anchored us well, on a Muslim man. Obama was so his standard is so low that he literally reads off a teleprompter for an hour and a half, and everyone says, "Oh my God, he was so presidential at the joint address." Yeah, yeah, but then the next day, Jeff Sessions is like, uh, "What's it called? Conducted? Uh, oh, not conducted? Thing. But yeah, he's got to drop out. Yo, these guys gotta what's it called? Uh, take themselves out of this investigation." But, like, I don't know how fast this administration is going to fall, or even if it is going to fall, because he can just, like, win the intelligence community back. He's president now, and maybe they're getting over it, too. Maybe they're like, why, why are we even doing this? What do you mean, why are they doing this? They just ca called him out. They just said that the FBI went ahead and did wiretapping. And then over a week, you know, the, intelligence, uh, the House Intelligence Committee goes and says, Oh, hey, can we get some evidence on that? And then they look, like, stupid because they don't have anything. And it's, like, forcing the Justice Department into a situation where they have to, like, try and find fake evidence that doesn't exist. You know what I mean? It makes yeah. them look stupid. You, think they're just you know what my thoughts are? You know what my thoughts are on this whole Russia thing? Mike Flynn had to resign, right? I the wiretapping thing, dude. Okay, fuck that wiretapping thing. Here's a real, here's a real thing going on. Mike Flynn Russia, resigned. like... What? Mike Flynn resigned, you said that. Yeah, right. Yeah, but the yeah, reason yeah. he resigned was very straightforward. Um, essentially, the date, the FBI, someone, some government agency, we don't know which one for sure, uh, had a wiretap, a transcribed wiretap of him along with um, along with the Russian ambassador, the Sergey dude, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Sergey so dude. Close the act. Now, here's the thing. It's a transcribed one, but he's an American citizen. Now he's an American citizen. He's a prominent American citizen. So it's okay for like us legally to spy against um, people who are not American citizens. It's okay for us to have the Russian ambassador as someone who we listen to. But as soon as he gets on the phone with an American citizen, that's when he need a FISA warrant in order to get that. So there has to be some kind of probable cause that Mike Flynn was okay to record and transcribe. Okay. Yeah, so then he has to, like, if there was probably They have talk, to be, they had to have had a warrant to investigate Mike Flynn. So there has to be, like, something for them to actually chase. Yeah, there had to have, a judge had to say, yes, you can go ahead and wiretap Mike well, Flynn. You, you have to at least, yeah, yeah, like, there's evidence of, like, criminal behavior here. Mm-hmm. At least. Yeah, yeah. And I agree with you, definitely. I just think it's, like, to what extent... And how much will the American public and Congress care? 
Because that's what it really comes down to, you know. Now, I mean, Trump's trying to be a step ahead of the game, right? Trump's no dummy. He was able to become yeah. president. He was able to fool the Clintons. Remember, he got all of Bill Clinton's rape victims and put them beforehand, completely like not totally asshole. off balance. Well, Steve like Bannon did that, too. Steve Bannon did that. Steve Bannon did that. He was the mastermind. Right, yeah. so him going out saying Obama wiretapped Trump Tower, when it comes to, the part, when it comes to like fruition later on that, oh, Actually, a lot of people in the Trump campaign were wiretapped, as Mike Flynn had to be wiretapped by a FISA judge. He can claim conspiracy theory and survive impeachment. Whereas in reality, the FBI was saying, hold up, why is Russia and the Trump administration, why are they speaking so much? Why is it that senior members of the Trump administration keep forgetting that they met with the damn Russian ambassador? Why is it that the RNC, right, the RNC policy, the RNC... Hold up, hold up here. Like, first of all, like... They were actually in office. It was their job. It wasn't like, and and they were publicly recorded when they met with these people. This is on public record. No, so, like, no, I'm talking from the Hillary camp, from the Democrats and stuff. That's not what Lewis was talking about. What Lewis was talking about? Lewis was talking about Russian involvement with uh, the Trump campaign. Lewis. Yes. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Keep going, those. Keep going, those. Let's go a step further than that, right? Yeah. The GOP platform, the party platform, who gives a fuck about the party platform, right? Bernie cared about it because, oh, he got the most progressive platform. Doesn't matter because the Democrats won't yeah. actually carry it out because we have Chuck Schumer in charge, you know? No good Chuck. So really what we end up having here is a Republican platform that's radically right that the Trump administration never cared about. The Trump administration did absolutely nothing absolutely zero things in order to try to influence the party platform. What Trump was, what Trump was running on, his make America great, his America first, China and Mexico are gonna pay. None of that made it into the party platform. He just certainly didn't care, he abstained from it all, except for one key position. And that was Russia, the softening Ukraine. of the US stance against Russia. Russia when it came to Ukraine. Yeah. Now it gets further. Yeah. Trump goes, I don't know why that happened. I don't know. Everyone who was part of the rulemaking said the Trump campaign hammered that through. Every single individual. Yo. Trump goes, I don't know, I don't know. Everyone mm -hmm. in the campaign says, I don't know, I don't know. And then suddenly there's, the, there's video yeah, evidence of members that he was ordered directly by Donald Trump in order to do that. Yeah. Now, the whole entire Trump dossier, right? The dossier that came out, the P document, you know, the yeah. golden shower one. The the Russian connection document. It's not the golden shower document. Let's be honest. The, the Rosneft shit. Do you know about the Rosneft shit? Uh, Lewis, Lewis, let's go. Let's go. Al. Let's go. Yo, yo, yo. I just can I just make a point. Go ahead. Sure. The way you talk, it sounds like you're doing a slam poetry session right now. Oh god damn it! I'm not. Okay, black. so Lewis, have you heard about the Rosneft shit? Where uh, the in, in the dossier it says that the Trump campaign, like members of uh, the Trump family, and like. Uh, or just members of the Trump campaign, like Paul Manafort, negotiated a deal for 19.5% of Rosneft, the, uh, what's it called, Russian oil and natural gas producer. Uh, and then uh, a couple of days after the election, 19.5% uh, of Rosneft got sold to uh, like an untraceable entity. Did you hear about all that? I have not. That's something to look into, man. It's all like it's all very crazy. And the other thing, yo, Jeff Sessions is going after legal marijuana as well. Like, there's just shit that's like dumb about this. That's gonna make millennials upset. Fuck the whole entire Russian connection. Jeff Sessions going after marijuana. Oh, we gotta go right in the streets. Yeah. Oh.
What are you doing? Yo, Matt, stop. I, I want I want you to keep talking, but to the beat. Come on, Luis, you got it. Uh, Andre, yo, have you heard about all of this? You voted for Trump. What do you think? I I've not been paying attention to politics, so I don't okay. Know. But like, what about the shit we're telling you right now with uh, the Russian connection? Uh, he's he's a Trump voter. He didn't pay. No, no I want to. I'm curious. I'm curious. I think Donald Trump's just doing it to enrich himself, and I don't think I think that's why people don't really care that much because it's like he's not trying to be like genocidally greedy or like d destroy things greedy. He's just trying to be like personally greedy, and that's why I think people don't have that big of a problem with it. I mean, but I like, think he can make more money as a businessman than as a president. So I don't really see how he's really doing that for uh, personal. First off, you voted for Trump, you said? Yeah. Oh, Louis, <laughs> Louis, like, can you wrap your fry? Louis, yeah, yeah, yeah. Louis, but he lives in Washington, so it doesn't matter. It didn't matter. In D.C. Like, okay. or like the state? The, the state. Okay, cool. Yeah, so it didn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's state voter. <laughs> like, when people from Pennsylvania are like, I voted for Trump, I'm like, oh, you're an asshole. I cry on, on Trump voters. What's up? I, I want to hear Lewis rap about his dislike towards Trump voters. Like, no, no, no. It, it, the, the only, like, reason... I didn't bring Andre on to get berated. Don't be mean. Oh, no. I, I, I want to do this to be more broad. Okay. <laughs> like, the only reason a woman would vote for Trump is because they love the patriarchy. Only reason the man would vote for Trump is because they just want to grab a little bit more pussy without the resistance. And I'm back. No, that's not true. Um, what's it called? I do think a lot of it was rooted in sexism. People are trying to explain it like in this populist thing because I guess we're going to be nice to people who just... It's honestly like people just <laughs> didn't want to vote for a woman 100%. And that, that's a shame. It sucks. I mean, Hillary wasn't the best person to win against Trump. Oh, Bernie would have been great. I would have loved if Bernie Sanders was president. I voted for Bernie Sanders in the primary. So did I. Yeah, I love Bernie Sanders. Who doesn't? Andre, you would have voted for Bernie Sanders, right? What was that? Would you have voted for Bernie Sanders? Uh, over Trump? Probably not, but over everybody else, yeah. Yeah. Oh, why not over Trump? Bernie Sanders is the shit, yeah. Wait, who yeah. else was there? No one. Uh, I guess uh, Ted Cruz. <laughs> Martin O'Malley. Martin O'Malley. Martin O'Malley. Oh, yeah, Matt, your old buddy. Would you have voted for Martin O'Malley over them, Andre? I do not know who that is. Uh, he was in The Wire. <laughs> Wait, no. I, I haven't watched The Wire yet. Marchetti. Sorry. Bro, I'm on season three. Uh, yeah, like that's Kirk Eddie in the wires based off of uh, what's it called? Uh, Martin O'Malley. Yo, uh, listen, I, I just got a question. Uh, hey, Andre, uh, I don't know you, but can I just ask, why did you vote for Trump? Yeah, I'm going to let you finish, but. <laughs> uh, I, I liked him better than Hillary. I thought it'd be funny. Uh, I don't think he's terrible. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Okay, can I ask you a question? Why do you think he wanted to be president? I, I didn't catch that last part. What? Don't come on, don't don't just yeah. Why, why do you think he wanted to be president? Yeah, why do you think he wanted to be president? He wanted to be president? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe he actually wants to make a better country. Like that's what I believe. I'll see why else. I feel like being a president will actually be a really shitty job. I, I can't imagine anybody 
wanting to go do that unless they actually want to make some kind of difference. I think you he, I think he won by accident. I definitely I think he won. So this is my theory. This is my like legitimate conspiracy theory. I think members of the Trump campaign invested in Russia and I think they manipulated Donald Trump to do all of that Russia shit. And I'm sure there's like a compromising document on Donald Trump. I think Donald Trump was like, you know what? I'm just going to invest heavily in media companies because right before the election, everybody was talking about his interest in media. And now the news is on all day. Ratings are up, up, up. You know, everybody's tuning in. So I think Donald Trump is like, I'm going to create something that people can't not pay attention to. And I'm going to make a lot of money by my investment in the media companies that I'm now like blowing up. But also he said he's going to invest in infrastructure like, uh, like, rural american infrastructure so it's just like concrete and steel and shit so you can invest in like concrete and american concrete and american steel or even uh, overseas all no, that it's gonna shit. be chinese steel dude we all know that yeah, yeah no he can still invest in it you know what i mean free market and he can just have like people handle his money so i think that's what donald trump is doing i think he originally didn't know he was gonna win i don't think it was something he planned on happening but now he's just like fuck it i'm gonna ride it out i'm gonna make some bills and uh, yeah, whatever. I'm gonna let the people around me manipulate me into doing whatever the fuck. I really don't care because he's just making bills. That's the only thing he cares about. Look, I'm sorry. Am I just the only one? Like, or did Andre say he did it because he thought it was funny? No. Sorry. I'm not trying to be a dick, but like. Oh no, I, I think it's hilarious. Listen in here. Oh, okay. Anyway, okay, so what's funny exactly? The families that are being torn up, or the people who aren't allowed back in the country, uh, or the people who are being deported. Which part? Sabi, you're so serious all the time. No, I mean, I'm just, I don't know, dude. It's fucking, like, that's a weird thing to say. It's funny. Like, what's funny about it? Oh. I mean, regardless of who becomes president, there's going to be people who don't like it. So, I mean. All right. Word. Yo, this Facebook video we have, that's actually, like, that live thing. This is this live. Yes. I didn't know Facebook worked that close together. Uh, you can just get the embed link for this. It's a whole thing. I figured it out today. Don't worry about it. I don't want to explain Good job. It. Good job, Al. Thanks. Thanks. My Google skills uh, kicked butt. Um, Dude, Google's awesome. Fuck Apple. Google sucks. That freemium life, bro. You live in that freemium life? <laughs> I don't I don't live freemium. I have a job. Fuck off. Google is Apple, actually. <laughs> Al, you always used to believe that. What the hell happened now? I bought an iPhone, and I'm like, oh, this is the shit. Nah. Fuck you. You did buy the iPhone. Yeah, Apple. I have a, I have that really tiny MacBook, the Facebook machine. I use it to make uh, – I, I use it at work every day. It's Facebook sweet. Machine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like 0.15 millimeters thick. It's like tiny as shit. The Air? No, no, no. It's thinner than the Air. It's just called the MacBook. You say 0.15 millimeters? Probably not. It's probably not that small. It's probably 15 millimeters. So that was my first time chiming in. Oh, I yeah. appreciate it. Broken, but I'm here. We're glad you're back. Yeah, it's good to be here. Yeah. But yeah, dude. Dan, you have anything interesting you want to talk about? Um, not all that political stuff. Yeah, let's go for <laughs> not that political stuff. Yeah. Did you see Mario Kart 8? Time to chime in. Um, go ahead. 
Me? Yeah, yeah. Did you see Mario Kart 8 for the Switch? No, no. They have a, they have a bunch of new shit for it. No. We were talking about some good things last time, Feldman, after the after the last podcast. Yeah, we talking, oh, yeah. We were talking about how you can, like, see, uh, like, technology that allows you to see using other senses or, like, you can repurpose one of your senses to be used as a... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, so there's this guy. He's called David Eagleman. Uh, he's, like, a psychologist. Is he an Eagleman? He's written some books. <laughs> Not a really cool TED Talk, but right now he's working on this thing. And it's pretty much like, like augmented reality, sort of. Uh huh. Like a step further. So, like, say, instead of just using your normal senses to manipulate to manipulate objects, you can like, you know, use technology to feel what that object is feeling, and thus, uh, control it intuitively. So, say you're flying like a jet plane, and instead of seeing a bunch of dials in front of you. You have like sensors hooked up to your body, so instead of associating something going up, like pressure gauge going up, you just get like a sudden like vibration or something in your body, and you can just learn to fly this plane off of pure like intuition, intuition and just like reacting to the environment around you. So like telekinesis? No, not telekinesis, but just a direct communication between you and the man. Object is feeling and what you feel. Well, like in, in yeah, another yeah. of the, another example of this that uh, we had discussed after the show last week was uh, there was some guy who had lost his eyesight, uh, and oh, yeah. he uh, what they did is they they gave him um, a pair of glasses that would go ahead and observe the environment around him, and then they would. Uh -huh hooked up the glasses to his tongue uh, and based off of the way what the pair of glasses was seeing it would send a pair of different sensors that would stimulate the tongue so that he could visualize an image of what he was seeing based off of it how his tongue was being like activated so in a sense it gave him some sort of sense of seeing his children and you know, seeing objects and stuff by seeing using his tongue. So it's you know, yeah. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So it can give you back senses you lost, like sight or hearing, or it can give you like other senses too, like ones that you don't have. So he like he connected himself to Twitter during his TED talk, and then he like connected um, to to his own hashtag to whoever was like retweeting his thing as it was going on currently. So he could like feel throughout the show the rising and falling of ratings in his thing, or he could feel after he said something like really cool, a lot of people would like it. They were following it live or something like that. And he could actually like kind of have a virtual applause going on like in his chest as he was speaking to this audience that was like, you know, across the globe or whoever was tuning in at that moment. And it's like a, a whole new, kind of idea and like this stuff applies to anything like any kind of you know any kind of interaction like driving cars flying planes have you ever played a uh, mass effect no it's like biotics in mass effect kind of they're like these neural implants and they do give you like straight up tell like telekinetic powers but like you're you're like describing controlling something with your neural network right like communicating with it with more or less your mind like maybe it's like the longer parts of your mind like, kind of, it's more of like the other way around. Like it, 
it talks to your body seamlessly. Oh, that, that, yeah, that sounds interesting. It's like yeah. uh, it's like kind of the same thing, and then I guess in turn, the other way would be you talking back to it if you wanted to like maybe be like a surrogate in that movie Surrogates. If you've seen that movie, yeah, it's a good movie. <laughs> That's pretty. Yeah, I think I saw the trailer like, for that. Um, I don't know. That was a pretty cool thing, but I don't. Technology is in a pretty crazy position right now. Dan, do you think we're near the singularity? <laughs> I don't know. I think, I mean, I have a really harsh uh, definition of the singularity. So I don't think we're that what close. What is a singularity? It's pretty it's, much when uh, we become one with technology. Become, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Already there. Like, there's no longer a line between us and technology. I think we're already there. Uh... Conversation before, but yeah. Once once we no longer need to code, once like thinking is coding, then we'll be there. But yeah. like we're not even okay. close yet. I mean maybe we're like close, I don't know. No way to tell, but like within ten years, I wouldn't say so. I don't know what's going to happen after that. Doesn't Ray Kurzweil think uh, 2040? What? Yeah, Ray, Ray Kurzweil. He thinks uh, 2040 is when the singularity is going to happen. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's reasonable. But it could also not happen. It's like the growth of technology is starting to slow down. So, I mean, I think he does it on the presumption that we're going to keep growing and creating more technology at the same rate we have been for you know, 50 years, but I think eventually we're going to hit a wall. Maybe. I don't know if we're going to hit a wall. Get a temporary wall. It's interesting to look at like where technology is focused. Like, What are they trying to build right now? Where is like the, what would you say the no, biggest? Like, what? Self-driving cars. I think yeah. uh, cognitive too. Artificial intelligence. Yeah. I would say like, machine learning. Yeah, machine learning is what they're trying to do the most. What'd you say? Uh, I don't think so anymore. I think more now and drive because I feel like now they've got into the limit for iPhones. Like you don't kind of see like the innovation that we used to see in the mobile phones as much. Yeah. I mean, I guess you needed to get into that market before you had money to do any of the other things. Well, like, think of getting into self-driving cars. Well, like when the iPhone first came out, like every new iteration, there was like some revolutionary, like game-changing feature to it. But then, like now, yeah, like three G. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> but like when the iPhone first came out, there was no app store, and then yeah. you know, hackers made the app store. What? Hackers made the App Store. Hackers? Yeah, at first, and then because uh, people oh, jailbroke yeah. the iPhone, and then they introduced it later. Yeah, but but that's but the point is the point the is point. it's not about the features; it's about features that work really well. Yeah, like and then after the App Store, like you know, at that point you could only download stuff through Wi-Fi. Then there was 3G, and you could get 
internet anywhere. It was a little bit slow, but you know, you could more or less watch a YouTube video anywhere. Then there was LTE for 4G, and then it, you know, up to a new level. Then you had Retina display screens where mm -hmm. you go ahead and you had technology that mimics, you know, uh, you know, with pixels small enough. Um, Retina was a gimmick. Yeah, like the really changed the really amazing things that they did were in data um, transfer, right? Yeah, that well, seems like the groundbreaking ones you're talking about. Yeah, but I think the Retina display was a pretty big thing. Like, I mean, look at your laptop from or your phone from like eight years ago. Yeah. I mean, the screen was not like a high definition screen. You couldn't watch a a TV show like in high definition on it. I mean, I do think. Having yes. these more high-quality screens that take up less space changed a lot because the screens also used to be bulkier, and that is why we had uh, phones that were bigger because, yo, like, you know. Yo, look, I, I broke my phone last weekend, and this phone cost 50 bucks. Like, look how it is. To illustrate Matt's point, I guess, like, our viewers or listeners can't see it, but it's like, you know. It's well, like it's, a $50 phone is like, you know, like, like a centimeter. I, yeah, like I do think like there was a lot of innovation put into it at the time, but yeah. has my phone changed much in the last two years? I don't really think it has. I mean, I think we're close to something like that, though. What? I think we're maybe not that close, but something uh, huge in data transfer, I think, is coming up pretty soon. Yeah, no, I'm sure like what? Like they're starting to like manipulate atoms and they're starting to get more into like quantum computing. And quantum computing? Yeah. But even before that, I think quantum computing is pretty complex. I don't think they're I don't think they've made You like, know what I think the next revolution in computers is? Mm. The abolishment of net neutrality. Of what? The abolishment. The abolishment of net neutrality will bring on the next revolution of computing. I'm, well, I'm not hearing you. The abolishment of what? Net neutrality. So when you think about it, the big people who are against net neutrality really are like the YouTubes and Netflixes, the video content, because obviously video transmits more data, um, like Google Hangouts transmits more data uh, than a web page. So they will end up having to pay more. That's not but true, though. Netflix was in favor of being against net neutrality. They didn't want it. No, they're against again, again. They are they're against, like, Netflix wants net neutrality because that way. No, they don't. They don't have to pay. Yes, they do. No, they don't. They fought against net neutrality. Dude. No, they fought, no, they fought for against net neutrality. Us. They fought for a freer internet. The the. Uh, no, no. Here's here's the thing that people don't really understand yeah. about the internet, right? If you open it up to the free markets, you will have, like, the internet is not just. Video streaming. The internet has the potential to be the transmission of data from hospital center to hospital center, and that might require a large amount of transmission of data, which hospitals would be willing to pay to service providers to transit that and to prioritize that over your cat videos. So, really, the next era of technology, I think, in my opinion, will be the abolishment of net neutrality. It'll bring on a freer internet. Okay, I mean. I don't know yeah. if I agree with that. Yeah, I don't think I agree with that yeah, either. Yeah, because like 
if, uh, if if service providers then get to decide what is uh, like primary data and what's secondary data, then that's not really like fair. You have to treat it like a utility, and all of that shit was like uh, put together. Um, what's it called? Uh, all that shit was put together. Uh, I'm sorry. What was I saying? That you don't agree with that you try. I mean, it being. What? No, don't think it's fair. He said he doesn't think it would be fair. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like it's not fair to uh, consumers as a whole. It's anti-consumer. The only reason to do it is to charge people more money. Um, the what's it called? Uh, like right now, I already okay, pay. So listen, listen, listen. Okay, here. The, the infrastructure of the internet exists because of public funds that were put into it. It exists because it is more or less a public utility. You just have ISPs providing you the service. So I don't right, think it's so fair think for private ISPs. Let's think about some like, most relatable utility that, to this, know, though. Like, you can't I really compare it to electricity or water because electricity and water takes the same amount. You know, we're going to get it to the same point differently. You know, electricity is not going to um, – you, you still charge more based on electricity usage, but you still get electricity in point A to point B faster depending on the thing, right? Now, yeah, the thing you can compare it the most to would be like a FedEx going in there – and saying we're going to offer one day overnight shipping. All right, but Me we already do that. Our cat videos. Hey, wait, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. You can already buy a higher speed connection if that's what you're yes. trying to suggest. That's all. You can have an internet service providing package that can deliver you higher speeds. That's not what net neutrality aims at. It's saying you get double charged. It's not enough to have a fast speeding provider. It's that the people providing the service then also can charge you at different rates, which seems just not fair. You should be paying. It's not fair because we don't understand the we don't understand that technology can have. We don't understand the effect. But then why why would I if I'm already paying for higher speeds? Then what does that matter if I have to pay for an additional high speed through my service provider? Lose. You know, I mean, like and like with. Where, and give an example of how you think this is better. And I don't want to hear a metaphor. I want to hear a tangible example in how this would hospitals be. Hospitals transmitting data from one hospital to another, from the CDC to a hospital. Okay, what's, what about, the, uh, what's the demand on wait, that, Lewis? No, no, no. Okay, explain that one. Where's the demand? Well, the demand is coming. Where is the demand's not there because we don't have the regulation open. Well, if you look at the hospital space, the big thing that's going on is the EDIs, the Electronic Data Exchange Services, the idea that we're going to make up records electronic. You know, the Affordable Care Act really tried to make healthcare affordable, and one of the best ways to do that is to digitize documents and digitize the data. The all right, of data. that's not what net neutrality has to do with at all. It's yeah. with big files. It's with big things. It's with really big things. That things like well, Lewis is talking like large data package, but. Okay, so imagine a hospital connected to Watson. But that's not the future. But that's not the future of uh, what's it called? Of computing. The future of computing is cloud computing. So they just need to be able to access a cloud storage document of all of this information, and that's where you're going to need the actual speed. You're not going to need to actually download shit. You're just going to need to view it through a web portal. That's the future of computing. But you need to upload stuff to the cloud. Yeah, yeah, you okay. need to upload stuff, but yeah, you. But that's based off your seconds. That's going to be looking for past records. In the example yeah. you're coming up with, I, if I am a as a doctor, if I have a patient come in, I'm going to look that up and check them out later. You know what I mean? So right. that information is going to get uploaded anyway. 
you, your example is kind of ability to do things live. You know, I, I don't think you understand that neutrality with like it's just <laughs> I'm the not way Ted Cruz. I'm not cloning the Obamacare of the internet. No, no, no. I mean, the way you're the the, the what you're suggesting right. is that like with electronic files on the internet that that has a large impact on things like like those kind of files but you're not going to be dumping like millions and millions of files at once and second of all the effects of net neutrality don't affect that they if you are a company like that you can go ahead and buy a t1 t3 internet service provider and be getting those speeds that's not what new, net neutrality deals with well bandwidth it's is still limited bandwidth is not limited at a point where it's, it's by hardware we don't we don't we don't use anywhere near the capacity of our bandwidth yeah yeah and not only that it's limited by hardware but why is it not limited isn't it limited by the same hardware in korea where they have like uh they describe it as like 5g speeds where they have like next level internet where they have like what five gigs up like uh two gigs down it's like fast as shit and yeah, ours like, is like we, massively we slow that, you don't need bandwidth for that you need the re where net neutrality takes effect is like, all right, like there's gonna be a two tier service for me getting Netflix once I have, like the internet service provider. It's not like the speeds that you're paying for through your internet service provider. It's for the services that you're getting on the web, which are completely two different things. It'd be like the comparison would be like with utilities if it's like saying. I want to get I get the water first instead of just saying everyone's going to get the water you know I mean which is crazy cuz that doesn't make any sense or like electricity you know places with electricity they get prioritized and they buy more electricity but I don't have to go ahead and say I'm going to go ahead and pay uh like some middleman uh who's going to to, to, for them to negotiate better prices for the electricity that I'm getting is just a standard rate. I don't know. I think the, the examples you're using aren't making much sense to me, Louis. Like it also like it also would like allow dark fiber to go ahead and like prosper. Like dark fiber already is doing B2B connectivity instead of common uh, public good connectivity. Well, I don't know dark fiber. Can you explain what that? Is? It's a very emergent field. I think the big players are Zayo. Um, got the other ones, the other big players, but essentially, it's just connecting through, you know, very super fast fibers, B to B, B to B, business to business. Okay. Mm hmm. What, what, why can't, yeah, why can't I? Because then you have a different route for like the dark fiber and like you could, you could merge the dark fiber with the current internet instead of having what an internet. Business to business, what do they need to transfer in these huge files from one to the other? Yeah. Like, like how much communication you can do from business to business? Yo, Blake. That's like, not on the household server. For net, the, where net neutrality, it's like the documents you're talking about with like you know electronic medical documents are small like relative to what net neutrality is used for that's like videos large 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 quantity of videos really medical uh potentially you could have maybe 
medical simulations being uh, simulated across the internet, but not like medical files. That the bandwidth is there for that. You, that's not like having any effect on. So that then, is, like the thing is, the thing is that you would, when you have this, as well, uh, Lewis, uh, allow for hyperconvergence. Lewis, hold up. I just want something that. Uh, Lewis, hold up. I just want to introduce this last person. We got yeah. Jake Simon on. Net neutrality is a topic that's close to his heart. Oh, wanted dear. to chime in real yeah. quick. Uh, Dude, Gee, no, you know Lewis, right? Yeah, well, I not we, personally, but Facebook. we Facebooked each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lewis, no disrespect, man. I think you're right on a lot of issues, but you really sound like you have absolutely no idea what net neutrality is or how it works, and what you're saying makes absolutely no sense at all. My thesis well, about it is that we don't know how, like, you know, about a sentence, we don't understand how open the internet can be and how much power it can but have. But this isn't about being open. Right? Net neutrality keeps the internet open. What net neutrality does is it forces ISPs to treat all data the same. Yeah. So that means they can't prioritize data that's more profitable for them. So when Comcast buys NBC and they can say, I'm going to make all your Hulu shit come super fast, but all your Netflix shit, you're going to have to pay five bucks extra if you want it to come as, shit as fast as your Hulu. That's not an open internet. That's an internet owned by the ISPs. Net neutrality means this stif stuff gets treated like trains or whatever. You know, back in the day, the people who owned the railroads used to prioritize shit that would make them more money, and industry suffered from that because you had to buy into these railroad monopolies. What net neutrality does is it keeps everything open, meaning the railroads or the internets or whatever, that is the mechanism by which we transfer things, and we all have equal access to transfer those things. You can't prioritize some things that are better for you because if you own the transfer mechanism, that gives you way too much power. So especially the point is, the internet is like a public utility. <laughs> so net neutrality is what keeps the internet open. The other, so I'm sorry. Here's here's a question. Um, what happens if there's like uh, a pileup? Is it just a queue? Does it just one thing go in order? And then the next thing, once that one's done, but that's not really how the internet works. There's not like yeah. the data packets don't like crash and cause a pileup. Like that's not. It's, it's not. I mean, the the highway or the, really, or the really, train I mean, is not like a perfect yeah, metaphor. Maybe on a wide bandwidth that it's not. It's not. It doesn't matter. And once it's a problem, they'll just expand the bandwidth. We have the technology for like gigabyte per second internet. And if it was a publicly a free public utility that was provided to everybody, so many other countries have way crazy better, better internet. They have free public Wi-Fi. And I have a professor who was a city manager of Santa Monica, and they have a free municipally owned fiber internet, and they're setting up free public Wi-Fi for everybody. It's good for business. It's good for people. It makes your city attractive. People want to live there. It's... If you if you let the ISPs control everything, that stifles innovation because they just try to utilize everything to make the most money possible for their shareholders. So that's my two cents on net neutrality. Right. I'm not trying to say it's a bad thing. I'm just like actually trying to understand what happens. Sorry, I just was like I got worked <laughs> yeah, up. No worries. Just like it's listening to this, I was like, this is all wrong, and I need to. Like, no, but yeah, like, JP, like, a good example. Is, like it, it wasn't allowed, but allegedly. Comcast was trying to screw over Netflix, right? With mm -hmm. they, they kind of crashed their their sites on the Comcast internet server. Yeah, provider. they could slow down Netflix okay. as much as they want if they wanted. Well, yeah, but they screwed with them when they didn't agree to some sort of deal a while ago. I remember and that. It, it didn't go publicly reported, uh, but people alleged that it happened because it coincided when this deal fell through. And then once the deal was repatched and they came to a negotiation, the servers went back up. So but they found, a, they found a solution to it by providing uh, data caps. 
Which are bullshit, by the way. They data caps bullshit. are total bullshit. Data caps That's are just bullshit. another way to make money. We don't need data caps. If the internet mm -hmm. wasn't run for profit, we would have no data caps. We would have the best, fastest internet in the entire world. And it we also, would have fucking Wi-Fi everywhere. It makes no sense. It's not like it's a limited resource. It's insane. It's, it's really totally dumb. Insane. It's artificial limits. Yeah. It's the worst fucking thing. What, sorry, I shouldn't say the worst fucking thing, but it's <laughs> it's just a very privileged <laughs> thing to say. It's one of the worst fucking problems. things. My internet is too slow. It's, it's what's pissing <laughs> me off right now. Let me say that. Louis, well, you're okay with why, the why does, why does it, it doesn't need to. Why does it exist? Because it makes more money. money. To make more money, exactly. Why would they want to get rid of that? Because it's fuck like capitalism. universal agreement, it seems like. Because capitalism is the devil. Yeah, well, you think yeah. it's also our system. <laughs> yeah, I know it's, it's not a shitty the devil. system. It's what just another way to like, drive slaves. It's just different. There we go. You think one company just gonna take the step? Like, we no, we need people power. We got to take the internet into the hands of the people. All of us Grimer need to come together and become one big muck Pokemon. And that's why muck is the best Pokemon because it can defeat <laughs> any system by slowly corroding it. <laughs> yeah, hooray for slow corrosion. But Lewis, now that we've yeah. had this conversation, do you still stand by what you're thinking, or did no? the one the one factor we're taking away from this that we're limiting the internet to the idea that we think of it today? We're not allowing to open it up to other stuff. That right, yeah, yeah, that's well, great, but getting rid of net neutrality is not the way to do that. And it's current capacity. To think of it like a highway. We have a like a a hundred lane highway. And you know, there's no, there's no traffic on it. There's not a traffic enough to that it's being congested. And there are people coming in saying that there should be tolls on the road. Also, I, that's, your analogy has to take into account that some company owns that highway, and that yeah. they also bought out a trucking company. So now they're going to give their trucking company 55 lanes on the highway, and the rest of us have to pay extra to get the next 10 lanes. And then everyone else gets the other like thirty lanes or whatever the fuck is left. Like that's bullshit. That's the worst fucking idea for how to run an internet. It's it's awful. I wouldn't want that highway in America. Hell no. That's but Jake, <laughs> Jake are you on the uh, policy writing team for the Trump infrastructure plan? Then is that what you're saying? Oh, definitely. <laughs> I really uh, want to see his infrastructure plan when it comes out. Do you, so, Joe, did you like my did you like my conspiracy about the uh, the media thing? Like he's just uh, investing in media companies and making oh, news all the time. I don't know that he's doing that. I think he just has a massive ego. I mean, I don't think that's doubtable. But I also think he's doing this to enrich himself. Like he can be yeah. – I heard someone said earlier like it, you make more money as a, as a businessman than a president. But it's like not – it's not between the two of those. He's a businessman no. and the president. Like he's no, still no, no, making business money. Is, exactly. And the thing is after he's done being president, he's going to make so much more money because he's going to be so much more famous. Do you see Barack and, and Michelle just signed like a $63 million book deal? Swag. Yeah, yeah. well, he's not. He's a fucking Democrat, dude. He's an elitist Democrat who makes a shit ton of money. Like, they're oh, not yeah, any people. Like, no, I'm just Bernie saying, Sanders I'm, I'm, I'm is like. That's your point, Jake. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, I mean, he's going to make a shit ton more money following his presidency. Yeah. 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 It's all about percent. money. The whole thing's a fucking, I mean, come on. Yeah. If you go to Congress and you don't get rich, you're either a good person or a fucking idiot. Like, that, that's like. Sometimes those things aren't uh, mutually exclusive. That's true. Um, right. um, on that note, uh, yeah, net neutrality. You're a good person and a fucking uh, idiot. But 
I think uh, we've gone a little longer than most episodes this week, fellas. I think, uh, Matt, would you like to end it here? Uh, yeah. You guys can hang out a little bit. We can keep talking. We can keep bullshitting, but we're going to end the I'm going to hop back off and go back to the snow day tomorrow. I got shit to do tomorrow. I got snow day. All right. Well, I guess everybody's we're hopping off. We're off Facebook Live now. Thanks right. for having me on, guys. Louis, Louis, no Louis, problem. Before you go, yeah. I just want to seriously ask, how have you been doing? Oh, yeah. Right. No, I've been Talk to you later, Jake. Thanks for joining us. Peace, guys. See you, Good talking to you. Guys. Nice meeting yeah. you, everybody. See you, Jake. Yeah, we're off live, bro. Ah, uh, man, that was stressful. Was it? Yeah, it was. Isn't it fun? <laughs> that was so stressful. We have one viewer on YouTube right now. I don't know, oh, I don't wait, know if I that was fun or not. It was interesting, but. <laughs>